Hey, welcome to the Doc Washburn Podcast. So thankful that you joined us today. Uh, obviously, I am Donnie Copeland sitting in for the one and only uh, Doc Washburn. He is off for the 4th of July. And so uh, we are going to cover episode 185 today. And so thankful that you joined us. And uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a good time. It's been a while since I've been on here and been enjoying Doc being back. But he's going to take a couple of days off. I'll be here with you for episodes 185 and 186 and possibly 187. Then he'll be back in the saddle uh, on uh, on Tuesday at the latest Wednesday. Kind of depends on uh, how all the travel goes. Uh, but anyway, just so thankful to have you. Thankful that you joined us uh, and uh, always appreciate uh, your support and uh, being a part of uh, of the show. Got a lot to talk about in the news uh, last few days, and uh, the Supreme Court's doing yeoman's work, as we've seen, uh, with the EPA. And, of course, the elephant in the room, Roe v. Wade. Um, I have a little bit of a different take on Roe v. Wade. Um, thrilled that uh, uh, that what should have happened 50 years ago happened. Don't get me wrong, but um, I just have a different take on the celebratory um, nature, uh, and, and it's not just because, you know, we waited to almost 60 million children have been butchered uh, before, uh, but it, it goes deeper than that. I want to talk about that uh, in this episode, if I may, and, uh, but, uh, uh, well, let's just dive right in. Uh, hey, Terry, good to see you. Uh, uh, Doc's out, so this is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc, and I'll be here again for episode 185, 186, and possibly 187. Uh, but again, we thank you. Again, thank you to all of our sponsors. You'll be hearing from them uh, today as well or, uh, on this episode, episode 185. Uh, let's talk about Roe v. Wade. I have a little bit different um, viewpoint about the Supreme Court A. And all of you uh, that are really smart and you uh, you do this, uh, you, you follow politics and you are very uh, informed. So probably not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. Uh, but I think one of the biggest uh, things that uh, kind of was not a downer at all uh, for me with Roe v. Wade uh, is the fact that uh, Roe v. Wade uh, was was never a law. It should have never happened. You heard me talk a good bit about the consent of the governed. Uh, and, uh, I, I think we, I think we, we took that. We, we allowed that to happen. I know that's easier said, uh, than done. There's a lot of things, just like with drilling being stopped and, uh, gas prices. You know, probably one of the most frustrating things for us as, um, citizens is watching, and we saw this uh, under Obama, uh, we watched it on a regular basis, and that is intentional destruction uh, of, of, this, um, of this union. And we see this through Biden, and it's, and it's obviously not Biden, and it's not even Obama. It's a, it's a much bigger picture. It is a, a, global, uh, a, a global emphasis. And, and the whole emphasis and the whole uh, uh, object of, of this entire exercise 
is for America not to be strong, for America not to be unique, uh, for America not to be the city on the hill, because uh, you can't have a country as strong as America and have a one world global system. Everybody has to be. It's what they're trying to do here in the states, making everybody on equal footing, as they say it. Everybody but them, by the way. Uh, that's the dirty little secret about liberalism is that they want everybody except for them to be equal. And then they still have their yachts. They still have their palatial homes and their, you know, six or eight. You know, uh, Bernie Sanders is a prime example of this. You know, because we're not talking about how everybody needs to give up and needs to, you know, let go and needs to not live so high and mighty. And the, and the guys, you know, He's in a vat, you know, wearing his button down shirts, no tie, uh, you know, Mr. Everman, and he owns four homes. So there you go. Um, and so, uh, that's exactly what they're trying to do with America is make America a, uh, an also ran and, and make it another, you know, just, uh, and, and, it, and it's, it, you can see the power of this economy. You can see the power uh, of this nation because Obama did for eight years, did his dead level best to destroy this nation and couldn't destroy it. It wasn't because he didn't try. It wasn't because the people that are his handlers and really the people that are really, um, you know, really the, the, the straw that serves to drink behind him. It wasn't because they didn't try, but literally this economy, uh, just the, the mindset, the independence, uh, I think, I think more than anything, the, uh, the armed citizenry, citizenry, uh, I, I think all of that plays into the uniqueness of America and it will be, and they know this, it will be their, uh, it, it's their number one, uh, or their top priority, uh, are the last domino to fall, let me put it that way, for America. If they can get America to fall and be, you know, and also ran, then they can achieve one, the one world order. They can never achieve it without America. And so that's, that's what this is all about. And when you see, uh, people like Joe Biden, you see people like, people like Nancy Pelosi, you see people that just seem so blind to the destruction. That's they're not blind. Uh, they they really believe it's just like liberals who really believe that, you know, uh, th their way is a better way. Uh, and, and, and think about it. You know, if, if you are going to uh, be truly objective, and this isn't anything that's not just in your, your preferred political system. This isn't anything that you do. If you're going to be objective, whether it's looking to the future or what it's looking to where you are right now, you always have to consider three things. You have to consider where you are compared to where you've been, and where you want to go. If you don't use all three of those, uh, then you can get a real distorted picture. If you never look to where you want to go, then you can live a, uh, live beneath where you could have gone, where you could have advanced to, if I may say. If you never look to room for improvement, uh, conversely, 
if you just look at where you are and never look and then to where you want to go, but you never look to where you've been or, or the progress you've made, um, then then you stay frustrated because all you ever see is where you're not. Uh, but but the healthiest perspective is to look at where you've been compared to where you are to where you want to go. And then that gives you a three dimensional perspective of, you know, hey, I've made some progress. I'm, I'm thankful where I am, but I'm certainly not satisfied because I want to go to this next level in whatever it may be. Well, in America, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, America is racist. Well, America is racist compared to what? Uh, you know, we, we've had a black president. We have um, black Supreme Court justices. Although, good morning, America, this morning, you probably have seen this on Twitter and Facebook, uh, literally uh, said that uh, Katani Brown was the first black Supreme Court um, nominee and, uh, and, and uh, Supreme Court justice. I guess forgetting that Thurg Thurgood Marshall and Clarence Thomas both um, was and is black. Thurgood Marshall being the was and, <clears throat> um, and then Clarence Thomas being the is. Um, and, and, and of course they probably just simply left out female. And, uh, for probably for actual good reasons, but since we have genders, uh, we no longer have genders, which I find pretty amazing because on one hand, you have uh, all these publications, all these news uh, outlets celebrating that Katani Brown is the first female and some even the first black Supreme Court justice. But those same outlets were espousing uh, the, the non-use or the use of, uh, of non-specific pronouns. Uh, because there are, there is no such thing as female or male. So which way is it? So uh, typically the, the Democrats are, you know, if they had no double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all, right? And so, uh, you know, th there, there are no genders until they want to celebrate a gender. Uh, there are no, you know, instances, uh, in this case or that case are fraud. Um, until they want to claim fraud. There's, you know, uh, there's, there's, uh, no police brutality, uh, for January 6th when actually Babbitt was murdered by Officer Byrd. Uh, but there's police brutality, you know, when a, a, uh, suspect and, and sometimes innocently, but most of the time not, uh, is killed by a policeman. Then there's policeman brutality. So you see the, the uh, the double standard, uh, and then we see kind of continuing the thought about the one world government and uh, and so forth uh, and this intentional destruction of America, um, and and but there's good news and we're going to talk about that as well. But this intentional destruction of America, uh, we see you know uh, and I. I his uh, name doesn't ring a bell, but I want to say it's Deer Deese, Deese, I think D-E-E-S-E, -E -E, former Black Rock uh, Capital exec, and now he's some muckety-muck in the in the Biden uh, fake administration. And and he just comes out and says the CNN, I don't remember, wasn't, a more, wasn't one of the more common guys on CNN, 
but said, you know, man, people can't pay $5 for gas indefinitely. What, you know, what, what gives? And the guy just said it. I mean, without blinking an eye, said, you know, uh, he didn't use one world order. Uh, he used a liberal world order. He said, you know, high gas prices uh, are the future as long as it takes until we achieve the liberal world order. Now, here's the thing. Uh, why didn't that reporter, why doesn't any reporter nail Joe Biden down on that and say, what is that? And why is that more important than America, the, the, uh, the nation's interest? And then thirdly, uh, did I not hear or see or both hear and see you swear on the Bible that you would uphold the U.S. Constitution? What isn't that part of it? Um, but that's never going to be asked. That's, that's never going to be asked. Um, and, and, you know, for all the theater that Peter Ducey produces with, uh, uh, with the, uh, <coughs> White House spokesperson, uh, I don't know that he's going to ask that. Certainly no one on Fox is going to ask that. Um, this CNN reporter didn't follow back up and say, what, what is the liberal world order? How is that different than the new world order or the, uh, the, the global reset? What, and why is that more important than people in Scranton or people in Little Rock or people in Dalton, Georgia or in Merced, California or in Boston, Massachusetts? Why is it more important for them to pay $5 a gallon? Um, how does that achieve the liberal world order? Well, we know the answer to that. We know that they, uh, part of this is, is to get people, uh, removed from fossil fuel. And I'll tell you, uh, and, and get on what they would call renewable energy. But it's much more sinister than that because one, they know that there is not the infrastructure uh, to build that. So th this is not, I don't care what they tell you. This is not about clean energy. This is not about the climate. That is baloney. Uh, what this is about is bringing America to their knees. It's about bringing, uh, because the, the dollar, which is the world currency, it's a, if you destroy the energy sector, you destroy the dollar. And if you destroy the dollar, then you can have your true global, uh, Reset and that, uh, it, it, you know, you, yeah, you had crooks in Michigan, you had crooks in Wisconsin, you had crooks in Georgia, uh, you had crooks in Arizona, uh, you, you know, you had crooks in, uh, and it, it didn't ring a bell, the other uh, couple of swing states, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, th this is much bigger than a few, you know, uh, even the mules. This is, and we were told, we were told this is what they were going to do. This is a global reset, game set match. This is what this is. Uh, and, uh, you know, for those of you that are Christians, you, you know, the Bible talks about that there will be a one world government. Uh, so that's coming. Uh, now, uh, some see America as being outside of that when they read uh, prophecy. Uh, some see America within that system when they read prophecy. Um, I, I think we've, if you look at it uh, both scripturally and you look at where America is headed uh, as far as the, the uh, you know, the coming or uh, the emerging generations, uh, 
uh, I, 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 it saddens me to say that I think it's it's much more likely uh, that that America is a part of the one world uh, system at, as opposed to being uh, outside of it. Um, just because being a part of it is is much easier, and when when things get that hard, it's easier to quit. Uh, and uh, and and plus, we we don't have a Republican Party that will fight. You know, we have a Uniparty. I think it was James Woods that uh, tweeted out something about the Uniparty, and he's absolutely right. We we don't have. Uh, we don't have a party for the people. The Republican Party is no more a party for the people. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you tonight uh, or here on episode 185 that that were the case. But you know that not to be true. You know that the Republican Party, oh, they, you know, how many times have you heard Lindsey Graham? We're getting to the bottom of this, you know, and in the Kavanaugh hearings, he was so tough and he talked so tough. Uh, you know, even Jim Jordan, Trey Gowdy. You know, um, you know, and Jim Jordan's a good guy. I think he's he's actually one of the, the you know the okay guys up there. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, you don't get excited when the Republicans take over. Uh, they're going to beat and bang. But at the end of the day, immigration control. I mean, immigration. Uh, the border's not going to be closed. Um, you know, uh, spending's not going to stop. Um, because it, it, it would take a lot, a lot of, um, a, a lot of will to do that. Now, uh, that doesn't mean we quit. That doesn't mean we stop. That doesn't mean we don't uh, quit fighting. In fact, I've got a guess that, uh, after the next time I'm on, maybe probably Doc would be better doing it anyway. Uh, but he, he talks about there is a way, uh, in the Constitution, uh, already set up in the Constitution to recall U.S. senators. And so we're going to have him on the show and be talking to him. Um, I, I wish I had his book pulled up here. I don't have it pulled up here. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I think this is, um, yeah, I think something worth exploring. I think it's something that we, we, we look at. Uh, but kudos to the, Repo- you know, Supreme Court. We, we've certainly, uh, poo-pooed what they've done for enough and, uh, you know, and rightfully so, by the way. Uh, but man, Roe v. Wade is huge. Now, here's my take on why I think Roe v. Wade is, is, um, uh, it, it's a, it's good. It's, it's good that it happened. It's good that it happened. Uh, but I'm going to explain to you when we come back. I'm going to explain to you why I think it's really dangerous. That it ever happened to begin with, that is Roe v. Wade, uh, how it happened. And I'm going to go back to the consent of the governor. I'm not going to take a lot of time on that, but I'm going to give you my, my, uh, viewpoint on why I think, uh, Roe v. Wade was a, a horrible tragedy that almost 60 million children, uh, lost their lives needlessly. Uh, but I think the tragedy is paralleled from a nation standpoint, not only the blood guiltiness, but just from a fundamental lack of principle uh, when it comes to our three three branches of government. So uh, when we come back, uh, we will talk about it. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsors. If you try to buy a car recently, 
realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, redriveryourway.com. You will be glad you did. Yes, you will. They are a great group of people, great patriots, uh, and you will love doing business with Red River Your Way. So wherever you are in the United States, go to Red River Your Way. If you can't remember that, just go to our uh, website, uh, .washburn.com or the .washburnshow.com, either one will get you there. You'll see all the live links to our uh, sponsors. You can just click on that. It'll take you right to their website. And so if you're looking for a car, at least give them a, uh, give them a, a chance. Let them know that you heard it on the Dot Washburn show. Uh, also, if you are listening to us on either on Podbean, Spotify, uh, maybe even YouTube, uh, perhaps on Apple, uh, I heart, uh, wherever. Make sure that you subscribe if there is a way to subscribe there. Also, maybe, uh, like in Spotify's case, you don't have subscription, but you can follow the show, uh, there. So that helps us out with our ratings. Also, it helps you turn on your notifications so that when a new show, uh, episode like episode 185 right here, uh, will be posted just minutes after or seconds actually after we finish here. Uh, you'll be able, you'll get a notification. Now, you have a few of you listening here live, uh, but uh, go ahead and subscribe, follow, uh, and then turn on your notifications. And then another thing, tell a friend, let somebody know, hey man, I listen to the Dot Washburn show and, uh, and, uh, you'll hear things on here that you don't hear anything else. This is the guy that was fired from his job because he refused the vaccine mandate. And boy, that's looking like a smarter and smarter choice, isn't it? Uh, amazing, amazing, which we all, we saw this coming. Uh, but I want to get back to Roe v. Wade and I want to get back to, cause it sounds like I'm being Debbie Downer, I guess Donnie Downer, uh, here talking about Roe v. Wade and it's like I'm not happy. Uh, obviously I'm thrilled, but let me, let me use an analogy if I may. And I hope this analogy is, uh, accurate to how I feel and what I think actually is the principle uh, here uh, in question. And that is, um, I, I think, uh, let's say you 
this is tragic, but let's say you had a child uh, that uh, a a uh, maybe a, a former boyfriend or girlfriend, maybe a former spouse even, and there was a terrible custody battle and they lost. And let's say they snatch your child, okay? And God forbid, and I hate to even use this analogy, but I think it has to be this piercing to to get across. And, and I hope this will explain why I'm not in a great celebratory mood about Roe v. Wade. Um, so so allow me to continue. So so you, you win the court case. You know, you and the child is uh, in the supermarket. You turn to get a box of cereal to get some lunch meat. And you turn back around and the child, the baby is in a carrier in the, in the buggy and the child's gone. And, you know, and so, uh, 50 years later, now you're, you know, you're, you're 20 when this happens. The child is, you know, uh, two or three or let's say, let's say one. And so, you know, so the child now is 51 and you're 71 or 72, whatever. Uh, and you've lost 50 years with that child and the, uh, the, the authorities find your child and bring it back to you. Now, obviously you are thrilled beyond, um, you know, you're thrilled beyond, uh, comprehension that you're to know your child didn't die a horrible death. Your child lived, but you lost 50 years with that child. Okay, but that's that's not the only part of this. The the biggest part of this is it should have never happened. Um, and and so what I say about Roe v. Wade is this Roe v. Wade. And you listen close and I'll say it slow for the people in Rio Linda. Roe v. Wade was never a law. The Supreme Court did what they do a lot of times. And they circumvented the law. They create, they legislated from the bench and created law that was not, was, is, and will never be law. I'm talking about that specific, uh, situation. I won't call it a law. I won't say it was overturned. I don't say that because it wasn't overturned because it was never a law. And, and I know some may feel like I'm splitting hairs, but see, I think that's one of our biggest problems. I think is, is we as conservatives is we accept the premise either of the question or of the ruling or, you know, it's just like January 6th. If somebody come back and said, well, you know, President Trump, uh, won, uh, won, uh, the election and he did. Um, yeah, I would, would I be thrilled? Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Would I be thrilled? Absolutely. Uh, but we lost two years and we went through an unnecessary, um, unnecessary tragedy, unnecessary, uh, just, just junk with, with this bumbling, fumbling, you know, corrupt, uh, administration. And it should have never been. So I, I can't, yeah, I, I'm happy. And I know this making sound confusing to some of you, uh, cause I'm, I'm very, very happy that no more children in the states that, you know, have enough whatever left in them to, to stand for children. Uh, and, and that children, you know, this, my body, my choice. Well, 
What about the child's body? What about the child's choice? Uh, but, but I digress. So the reason I'm not thrilled is because, uh, the same thing that happened with Roe v. Wade is going to happen with guns. It's going to happen with fossil fuel. It's going to happen with uh, cars. They're going to force you to ride a bicycle. They're going to force you to drive an electric car. They're going to force you to have solar panels. I mean, right now they're financing solar panels on houses. And listen, I'm not, I'm for catching your own rainwater and repurposing it. I'm for, uh, if, uh, you know, uh, I'm for, uh, using the, uh, I would love to use solar panels, uh, make enough, uh, enough energy to sell back to the grid. But did you know what our super majority Republican party did here in Arkansas? Get this. Uh, they actually passed a law that if you, if, if you put solar panels on your house and you, uh, not only got it to where, you know, you produced your own, uh, in energy, i.e. electricity in this particular case, uh, all the additional electricity that, that you made over and above what you used that the, the utility companies could take it and you could not benefit from it. Think about that. That's a super majority of Republicans. You know why? Because every one of them gets a $2,000 a year or $2,900 a year check from Entergy. That's exactly why. And it's, it's the most corrupt, pathetic, uh, and, and every other word that, that I can use that, you know, a Christian can use and not be profane. It is, it is just so sickening. And so, that's, that's what we're dealing with. You know, that, that is what we're dealing with. Um, so, so yeah, am, am I excited about that no more children are going to be, uh, murdered, uh, in, in states that have the guts to stand up for children? Uh, absolutely I am. Uh, but I'm not going to say, oh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. You can't overturn something that was never, that was never law. You know, you, you, and, and I think the child snatching analogy is probably a bad analogy, but I was trying to use something that was really pointed, really, you know, really touched you, uh, and me. Uh, but, but that's, that's just my, that's my mindset on it. That, that's how I feel about it. Um, uh, and, and, and I'm typically a very, and those of you that have heard me on here, I'm typically a very positive, very optimistic person. That's just my personality. Uh, but, uh, th- this just hit me wrong. It's like, you know, uh, they basically, you know, what, what the Supreme Court did was basically, uh, you know, reversed, uh, a wrong that you know, should never have been. So I, I don't know. I, I think it akins to somebody spent, you know, somebody being released from prison after 50 years and go and you say, you know, man, you, 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 you ought to be celebrating. No, I'm not celebrating. I should have never been in prison for the last 50 years. I was innocent. 
you know, I didn't break any laws. There was no law that should have caused me to be there. Uh, so, uh, anyway, um, that, that's just kind of my, that, that's my mindset on it. But I, I will say this. I think, and, and again, I want to be careful here because, um, I, I am probably, and, and I'm going to tell you, I think Doc Washburn has been single handedly, uh, uh, responsible for my, uh, uptick in my passion against abortion. Uh, I've always been very passionate. I've always been very strong against it and it's sickened me my whole life. But, but the degree to where, uh, I, how I feel about it, I, I give him complete and total, uh, credit because he, he really, uh, just the way he, uh, talks about it and the way that he expresses uh, and his passion about it, 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 it really has had a, a profound and positive effect on, on me personally. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Again, I'm Donnie Copeland sitting in for Dr. Washburn. So thankful that you joined us here today and, uh, and, uh, here at ep- on episode 185 of the Dot Washburn show. And, uh, make sure that you subscribe if, if, uh, you're on a platform that will allow you to subscribe or follow. Uh, make sure you turn your notifications on and then tell a friend. Say, hey, man, check out the Dot Washington Show. It's a good, good show. Have a great time. We meet uh, pretty much every single day, five days a week and every now and then on the weekend. And uh, and we'd love to have uh, your new listeners. And wherever you are, we're just thankful that you joined us. And uh, we're going to come right back. Uh, but right now, we're going to hear a word from one of our sponsors. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton... Make sure the Menton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Menton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Menton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Menton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmentonlaw.com today. Yeah, the uh, Supreme Court uh, decision on the EPA uh, obviously not, uh, not on any level as consequential as the, uh, Roe v. Wade, um, I don't even know what to call it because they're not going to call it reversal, uh, the Roe v. Wade, uh, this, uh, allowing states, well, not allowing states, states already were allowed by the Constitution. Anyway, what happened with the Supreme Court? I'll believe it there. Uh, I'm just that stubborn. But the EPA ruling from a future, um, 
governing and this 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 pushback on the administrative state may be the most important um may be the most important decision in uh probably if 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 you were to look at this and i think i think historians will look back on it and say that the roe v wade um news and the epa uh news again i think that that goes back is we were allowing the epa we're allowing the uh fdc we're allowing the fec we're allowing all these administrative states our our uh groups our departments the interior et cetera et cetera to pass down law that is not law edicts that are almost always 99 9/10% of the time if not 100% liberal uh attacks on conservatives and in some form or another and they have been doing this for 70 years uh and and I don't know how widespread this will end up being uh but I think it can be huge and I think uh if there is one, there's two things that any president running uh going forward uh has to run on and that is destroying the administrative state uh with the FBI being at the top of that list the justice department literally dismantling that destroying that burning that uh, figuratively to the ground scorched earth everybody goes and starting over from scratch uh and taking each one of these uh behemoth uh, uh de facto governing uh bureaucratic cesspools and dismantling these one by one and gleefully destroying each and every one of those uh and with each subsequent destruction of 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 a segment of these huge huge um cesspools of of liberalism and uh uh pseudo ruling uh of the american people and, and even our our economy uh you will see uh things change but but I honestly i think the administrative state goes hand in hand with the second thing and that is the 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 one world government. Uh listen, the one world government is not a democratic thing. Uh you heard George W. H. W. Bush uh pine on and on about that. W pine on and on about it. Um you know, m- most of these republicans are you know, one world globalist and and you know, see the the this this whole thing is being some kind of beneficial thing and and you know they don't read the bible because if you read the bible you know that right there is you know i mean that's like that's like a a sign saying the bridge is out you know you will die and put the pedal to the metal um so uh i i think going forward if you don't have somebody that is willing to dismantle the administrative state and willing to push back on globalism uh 
then then they're not your guy if if they don't say it. And and quite honestly, uh, here's the real to me the real disturbing part of this is I, I think the the uh, I think uh, Reagan was you know he wasn't as vocal as as JFK, uh, but he did get shot at. And, and just about killed. JFK was, was killed. Uh, and he certainly was, uh, had a bent toward getting, you know, fighting back, pushing back against the globalists. So what they've learned to do is, you know, rather than putting a bullet in Donald Trump's head, they just undermined him. And what did they use? They used the administrative state, Vindman. They used Blasey Ford. Uh, with Kavanaugh, but they use Vindman, uh, some, you know, two bit, uh, lieutenant colonel, uh, that was on a phone call. And you know what Liz Cheney and, uh, Cassidy Hutchinson are? They are the Republican version of, of Vindman and Blasey Ford. That's exactly what they are. And I've got a story here about Cassidy Hutchinson, uh, and, and, uh, why I think she did what she did because, you know, you, you go look at it and you go, look, she's 25, super young. Um, and you know, had her life in front of her or her career. Uh, so man, th- there was, there was a reason, you know, it's like somebody, I, I don't know. There's a young lady that, that I knew her family that I follow on Facebook and she's, she's a sweet kid. She's, she's a liberal and, you know, so left wing that her brain won't hardly stay in her head. But, you know, she's, she's a sweet kid. We, we exchange back and forth. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, ever denigrate her. She doesn't mean really either. She's, she's very liberal and very strong in her beliefs, but man, she's angry. And anytime somebody's angry, they're that angry and that animated and that, um, not profane because she's not, um, but, but just that, you know, willing to go to those, those lengths, whether it be in words or, or analogies or whatever, uh, th- there's some real hurt there and, and there's some real bitterness. And so I got to looking at this Cassidy Hutchison and, uh, I, I found what I was looking for and I knew it. I mean, I've just, I've done this long enough, you know, and I've, I've, I've worked with people long enough. I know that when somebody will torpedo, who, who was highly, highly ambitious and would torpedo, you know, the future by testifying against their former boss. Then, then I knew I said, Hey, there's something here. So I'm going to explore this when we come back. We'll be right back. We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare? The so-called Affordable Care Act. Make your health care more expensive. Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high copays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums. Personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. And then that big, beautiful red button, 
that says schedule call now. You click on the red button, you book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click the big red button, schedule a call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, man, uh, best insurance I've ever had. Yeah, you owe it to yourself to go to MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Again, if you can't remember that or, you know, just go to uh, .washburn.com or go to .washburnshow.com. Uh, there's a live link there to my family health plan. I'm going to tell you, the, the attorney that I turned to, uh, is Justin Minton, called in this week about a situation. Um, and, uh, he was very responsive. Uh, Red River Your Way, I've sent, uh, I've not been in the market for a car since they've been an advertiser. Uh, but when, when I am, that's where I'm going first. Uh, listen, we do business with people we believe in. And then my family health plan, uh, I went to them. They sat down with me. I've got the best insurance I've ever had at the lowest cost with the lowest, uh, no copays, no deductibles. Um, it's, uh, it, at first it was like it's almost too good to be true, uh, but it was true and it was good. So my family health plan. Uh, dot com. Uh, I, I told you that I thought this Cassie Hutch, Cassidy Hutchinson, which is 25 years old, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, what, wh- where is this coming from? Well, number one, her, uh, you know, her, uh, testimonies just uh, ever since she gave it, what on Thursday, I believe it was, maybe Wednesday, has been unraveling ever since. And today there was some more unraveling of it. Um, one was that, you know, Trump grabbed the steering wheel, which is impossible. The Secret Service, if you've already, I'm sure you've already heard, said that they would testify under oath that that did not happen. Um, and uh, then she talked about a hand, a, a note that she had handwritten. It wasn't her that wrote the note. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I found this fascinating that the drive-by media didn't bother to uh to let you let you in on this little secret not one single shred let me say that again not one single shred of her testimony not one single shred of this witness's testimony did she witness now let that sink in for a moment uh, how many times have we seen this? How many times have we seen this with, with Donald J. Trump? How many times we've seen people who are willing to, uh, sacrifice everything to destroy him? And not only do they not succeed in destroying him, uh, they end up looking so incredibly bad. Uh, and, and, you know, the, 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 the Establishment Republicans and Democrats, they're just not very good at this. I mean, I mean, how many times are you going to do this? You're, they're just not very good at this, you know, and I know typically crooked people are not usually really very, very intelligent, 
But man, they're they're just not good at this. Uh, and then Liz Cheney just looks like a a joke. I mean, she's just a you know, and I I know that's kind of unkind. That's not my typical uh, persona, but but you know, her and Mitt Romney and what's the guy Ben Sass and 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 um, you know that that whole crew just you know just makes me ill. Uh, and, and so here's Liz Cheney, uh, and, and she, you know, has this girl up there and is 25 year old. Um, and, and she's, you know, uh, telling all the stuff that happened. Well, here's the dirty little secret that the J6 committee, January 6 committee, uh, knew what she was going to testify about. She was going to, uh, convey what she was supposedly told by someone who was told this by the Secret Service who was with Donald Trump. So it was second or third hand. At the most, it's second hand, but I think it was third hand, if I remember. Some of her testimony definitely was third hand. A lot of it was second. A lot of it was third hand. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, the, the January 6th committee did not even vet her testimony to the Secret Service. In other words, they didn't say, okay, you said Secret Service agent told you that Trump tried to grab the steering wheel. So they didn't bother to go to the Secret Service agent in question who was being, uh, whom uh, Cassidy Hutchison said told her this. They never went and verified that with the Secret Service agent and the Secret Service agent calls in or contacts them some way and says he's willing to go on record to testify to ref- directly refute what she said. So here's the question. And here's here's I want to spend uh, our, our last remaining time here together. Uh, you got to ask yourself why you're 25 years old. Oh, by the way, this is. Can't make this stuff up, right? She actually made, this is a quote. She said that her goal was to be civically significant. Now, one, who talks like that? Two, here's a lesson to all of you young people. Listen, don't, there's two things you never set out to be, rich or significant. Uh, it, it's it's a fool's errand. If you set out to be rich, you'll end up doing something you hate. You may get money as a result of it, but you won't be happy. So never set out to be wealthy. And then secondly, never set out to be significant. You don't set out to be significant. You do work that you love. You do work that rings true with your heart and you become significant. You don't reach, you don't try to be significant. When you try to be significant, you know what you do? You get up and you lie. You get up and you tell things that's second and third hand when you're trying to be significant. People uh, get up and brag about things they've never done at parties and uh, different events when they're trying to be significant. That's what 25-year-olds do. They, they try to, you know, that's what 15-year-olds and 8-year-olds do. That's what you do before you, you know, uh, get a few knots on your head and you live life a little bit. You try to be significant. Um, 
And so, but here's the dirty little secret. I know I keep saying dirty little secret, but, but here's the thing. I, I was reading a New York Post article, uh, and you can, I think it was today. So you can just look up New York Post and you read the article for yourself. But here's, here's something crazy was she was, um, and I, I don't want to be very careful here because I don't want to give you the wrong idea. Although the article, you just read the article yourself and you can uh, draw your own conclusions and uh, inferences. But she was, this is a quote, very, very close uh, to uh, Chief of Staff Meadows, uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, Chief of Staff. And she was his right-hand person. She was very close to him. And, uh, and I'm not saying that to be that she was inappropriate or anything like that. I'm, I, that was a quote. Okay. So again, I'm not inferring that. Although I think that's kind of what they may have been inferring. But, uh, anyway, um, be that as it may, she was very close to Meadows, Mark Meadows. That's it. And, uh, she was, not chief of staff of Mark Meadows, who was chief of staff to Donald Trump, but she was, they thought she was like his, his very right hand person. Um, and, and so he had promised her after Joe Biden stole the election, uh, Meadows reportedly or allegedly had, had, had promised because he was going with Trump to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, after the, after the stolen election and he was going to continue to work with Trump closely that he had promised, uh, Mark Meadows had, had promised Cassidy Hutchison. He hadn't heard this anywhere else, I don't think. So you heard it on the Dot Washburn show, okay? That he would make her like the number one person at Mar-a-Lago and that she would go. Well, that fell through. Something happened. I don't know if Trump saw the handwriting on the wall. Trump sniffed out, you know, that she was an opportunist and she was trying to be civically, and I'm using air quotes here, significant. Uh, and usually you can, you can, you can sniff out these people that instead of trying to do good work, they're just trying to be noticed and, and maybe not. But anyway, something happened and Meadows did not take her to Mar-a-Lago. So you know what you have? You have a spurned woman is what you have. You have a woman that, and, and who knows? I, I don't know this to be true. I have no idea. Uh, but you know, if you look at her, uh, she's 25 years old. Marmetta's is, you know, probably between 50 and 60. And, uh, Mrs. Meadows may have said, Hey, you can go to Mar-a-Lago. I'll go with you, but she ain't going. Uh, I don't know if that's, ha- I don't know if that happened. I don't know. Why she didn't go, but she didn't go. And so what's she doing? She's testifying January the 6th. And it was a terrible, terrible, uh, horrible, uh, not so good, uh, <laughs> and everything else testimony. And, and it continues to unravel to this day, by the way. Um, we're going to come back and, uh, man, I'm so thankful all of you guys are joining us and I'm just so thankful to have you. I'm going to try to read a few of your comments before we get out of here. Uh, before we do that, I got a couple of other, uh, couple of other advertisers I want to get in before we go. One that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to play for you here in just a second is Jonathan Presswood. 
with Edwards Jones. And we had lunch with Jonathan uh, yesterday, uh, and it was uh, Doc and uh, Brian Coolis, one of our owners of the podcast, and myself. And, uh, man, I'm going to tell you, if, if you, it doesn't matter where you are, you don't have to be in Arkansas, but whether you're in Arkansas or wherever you are and you're looking, uh, at getting a financial advisor, and a lot of people have this misconception, well, I got to have millions of dollars. I got to have a lot, a lot of money, uh, to, uh, to, to get a financial advisor. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Uh, our show is actually going to, uh, do some business with Jonathan. I'm personally going to do some business with Jonathan. I'm just so impressed with this young man. He is knowledgeable. He cares. And listen, if you got a 401k or a 403b, which is a nonprofit 401k, and uh, you're leaving a job and you're trying to figure out what to do with that, man, give Jonathan Presswood a call. And uh, he's going to, I'm telling you, one talk with Jonathan Presswood. Tell him that you heard it from the Dot Washburn Show. And, uh, and uh, if, if he's licensed in a lot of other states, but if he's not licensed in your state, he can either refer you to another Edwards Jones uh, person there, or he uh, more than likely he he can uh, arrange to take care of you right there. So just give him a call. Uh, and if you like, I say if you got a 401k or a 403b, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but here's Doc talking about Jonathan. We'll be right back. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else, Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend, Jonathan Presswood, today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501 303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. You're going to love Jonathan, too, man. He is just a super conservative, super sharp, a lot, very enjoyable to visit with. He's the kind of guy that you you will love doing business with and feel really good about him um, uh, him helping you and, and coming alongside of you with your investment strategies. And, again, uh, he said that the, the day at lunch said, listen, one of the biggest misnomers people have is, well, I don't have a ton of money. 
if you're if you're going to retire and you need to retire at some point and you want to have uh, more than Social Security, call Jonathan. Uh, go to our website or call him uh, at 501-303-4488, I believe it was. Uh, but you can check that out. Um, but uh, again, th- that's what's so awesome about this show. And that is that uh, you'll hear things here. Doc gives you stuff every day uh, that is uh, that you won't hear anywhere else. And we'll say things that no one else will say or very few will say. And I guarantee you, you could listen to a hundred podcasts you won't hear that the reason Cassidy Hutchinson uh, spoke against President Trump, it was to hurt Mark Meadows and then hurt Donald Trump uh, was because uh, she had a falling out with Meadows about going to Mar-a-Lago. That's uh, according to the New York Post. And that made it all make sense. You know, doesn't mean, uh, you know, that could there could be something uh, there that uh, that I don't see, but makes it make a lot more sense because you're thinking, why? You know, why why would you do that? That and wanting to be uh, civically significant. Uh, again, who talks like that? But anyway, be that as it may. Hey, we're going to uh, hit one more advertiser, and then we're going to come back do our Tweet of the Day. Always have a good time with that. Uh, that is brought to you by Red River Your Way. We're going to do our Tweet of the Day. And uh, so uh, I will be right back as Doc's going to give us one more uh, from uh, the Upper Cervical Center. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines? Neck pain? Back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system, and yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. you're outside central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on find a doctor near you. And I sure hope you can. All right. Uh, somebody had a notice. I mean, had a uh, note here. It says people are saying there's a tie, trade between the parties where the Republicans get rid of Roe v. Wade and the Democrats get take away our guns. I wouldn't doubt that whatsoever. I would not doubt that whatsoever. Uh, I hope and pray that's not the case. Um and and again, uh, that can only happen if you not consent to it. And again, that's not some right wing nut job uh, militia talk. That is constitutional. It's called the consent of the governed. Look it up. Um, 
and, and I don't mean that smart, smart toward you. I mean it toward, you know, people that would say, well, you know, uh, we, we got to do what the government says, not when it violates the laws of, of nature, uh, of, of God and the, and, and, and the, uh, of nature and nature's God. That's the constitutional terminology. So, um, but anyway, I want, I do want to give a shout out uh, on this July the 1st to the January 6th detainees. And I want us to forget about them. Make sure that you keep them in your prayers. Um, these people have been, uh, railroaded. These people are uh, political prisoners. Uh, you know, everybody wants to make a big deal, uh, about the, uh, WNBA player, uh, was it Griner, uh, who is in, uh, prison in, in Russia for, uh, I, I think, uh, vape, uh, hash, uh, laced vape, uh, uh, allegedly. Um, well, guess what? The, these January 6 detainees, these political prisoners, uh, are strictly in prison, uh, for, as a result of, uh, being supporters of President Trump. And we need to keep them in our prayers. And uh, what a sad day uh, as we get ready to celebrate our independence. We have people who are being held on our own soil as political prisoners. So pray for wisdom. Pray for understanding how we can utilize what the Constitution has provided. That is uh, the consent of the governed. And, uh, and and I think that is so, so uh so very important. Um, uh, Jenna Ellis, uh, I know we have some mixed ideas about her, but anyway, Trump responds to a question about bringing on DeSantis' 24, uh, running mate. Uh, let's see, say, uh, Trump says, well, I get along with him. Trump said before going to take credit for DeSantis' rises, I was very responsible for his success because I endorsed him and he went up like a rocket ship. Um, Let's see. Anyway, so, uh, that's, that's fascinating. That'd be a fascinating run. I think DeSantis is smart enough to, um, I think he's smart enough to either be President Trump's running mate or step aside. He's young. He's got time. Um, <laughs> Greg Kelly. Uh, this is the 20 of the days. It's finally the longest, dumbest month is over. The gay pride month. Over the top and boring. Nowadays you can hook up with anybody and no one gives a flip. I've cleaned that up a little bit. Fine. Be gay. Just don't make such a big deal about it. I don't talk about being straight all the time. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> hey, here's a question for you. Uh, to Greg Kelly's, um, point. If if being gay is so natural and normal, then why do you have to have a month for it? If being uh, gay is so natural and normal, then why do you have to uh, push it, push it, push it, push it? Make sure you have a gay person on every single uh, TV show, every single commercial, uh, virtually. Uh, if it's so natural, why do you have to have your own flag? Oh, and by the way, uh, gay rights, uh, just like civil rights, 
uh, is all co- covered under the Constitution because whether you're gay, straight, black, white, uh, you are covered under the Constitution. So I uh, just wanted to give you that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do episode 186 tomorrow. Uh, so uh, we owe you another episode. So we're going to get that in uh, before uh, the 4th. We may even do it July the 4th. Uh, who knows? I'll, I'll talk to uh, Doc. He's going to be traveling on that day. Uh, again, thank you for all of you that hung out with me. I did episode 185 pretty late into the night and had just a big, a good group here. Uh, Michael and, uh, Sigfi and Emmy and, uh, Michael, Son of Straw, Chris, um, let's see, uh, uh, Typhon, uh, Nun, uh, let's see, Captain Jimmy, uh, and the only reason I didn't mention everybody, Terry Floyd, uh, Tyrone, uh, Pixie, uh, man, just thankful for all of you guys. You, you made my night. I appreciate you so very much. Uh, Doc will be back on, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll keep you posted about that. Thanks again for joining with me. Hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. Hope you have a wonderful time. Uh, we'll, we'll jump back on here tomorrow, do another show because we owe you, uh, one more, uh, episode before we take a break, but we may slip in too, just cause you guys 